Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, and I'm here podcasting from Ireland. The first podcast I've managed since I've been here. I uh, left my microphone behind, so I'm just using my phone mic. Now it's starting to rain a little bit. I haven't been able to podcast much just because it's uh, I haven't really had the time uh, to be by myself and do a little catching up. Right now I'm walking alongside a beautiful lake, um, Ireland's largest lake, I understand, though I'm not sure of the name of it. David looked it up. I took a uh, day off of the conference, been at the conference pretty much non-stop since we got here. But uh, there wasn't a lot I needed to. See. I wanted to see today, and nothing I needed to be at. So I decided to take the day off and go do a little fishing. And David picked the spot, and I drove here. One of the funny things about renting a car in Ireland is that you have to pay a lot more money to have manual or to have automatic. So I have a stick shift. So not only do I have to drive on the left, which is unusual, but the steering wheel is on the right-hand side of the car. And the stick shift is at my left hand. So I've been having to shift with my left hand, drive on the left side of the road, keep track of things on the right, as well as navigate around Dublin, which has narrow, twisty streets. And uh, <laughs> and the signs are in Gaelic. They are also in English, but it's um, it's sort of like a, like a Montreal, where everything is double-labeled, and it's not always easy to catch the English version on your first look. So... It's nice to get out of Dublin. It's uh, parking there is difficult, and the traffic is a little. It's not terribly crazy. There are tons of bicyclists though, who speed about without warning. So today, I I guess I should have said right off. Today is Saturday, August seventeenth. So uh, five days since I podcasted. That's not horrible, right? This lake is uh, very peaceful. There's a town on the other side of it. I'm not sure what town that is, but I'll take a photo of it. In fact, I was taking some photos of things I thought that I should put on my podcast and thought, oh, well, I should just see if the phone will let me just record without my microphone. There we go. There's our town across the water. But yes, it's been an interesting trip. Um, you know, the first few days adjusting to the jet lag. I'm Ireland is seven hours ahead of my usual time. So the first night, well, sort of the first night, we our plane left Dallas at 11 p.m. and then we landed in Dublin at one o'clock the following afternoon, which was. Let's see, 
8 o'clock, no, 7 o'clock by our internal clocks back home. I think I'll take a, get under the shelter of these trees here. There's some wonderful nooks and crannies, um, exposed roots and, oh, and birds. (laughs) I saw a heron, Irish heron. For the most part, the landscape seems very familiar. It's, um, of course, far more lush than the high desert of New Mexico, but so many of the flowers and trees and birds, we've sort of been joking about, you know, oh, look, there's an Irish magpie, oh, there's an Irish robin, there's an Irish cat, I saw the Irish heron. But, you know, they're all pretty familiar. They all look pretty much like the ones from home. It does rain most days. It's kind of funny. uh, Someone who was coming to Worldcon posted that he wished someone had told him to bring a sweater (laughs) and an umbrella. I've heard a number of people have bought umbrellas since they've been here. I left my umbrella sitting back where David is fishing. But that's all right. Actually, it's pretty sheltered here under this tree. While the soft rain falls. I, you know, people talk about the soft Irish rain, and it is. It is nice and soft. And it doesn't make you unduly cold either. It's um, for all that it's not terribly warm here. It's also not terribly cold. Maybe you can hear that. Sound of the rain falling on the leaves. <clears throat> so yeah, we landed. Had to sit on the tarmac for an hour, which displeased our pilot no end. Uh, it seems overall that Ireland is is definitely not an efficient place. Not that we necessarily expected it, but there are myriad ways in which um, things are not handled in the most efficient way possible. Sat on the tarmac for an hour, and then we got our went through customs and got our luggage without too much trouble. Ah, now the rain is passing, so I can come back out. And the sun's coming out a bit, too. It just shifts and changes all the time like this. Got the rental car. Had to take a bus to the rental car. Uh, And that was just interesting, you know, after... I did sleep a few hours on the plane, but I don't think more than like three, but I was feeling pretty awake because at least it was morning by my body clock. So I got in the car and David navigated me back around because Karine, my assistant, was landing about then. So it was interesting. It was a lot of things to assimilate at once, but we did just fine. I've been relearning. I'm getting smoother at shifting, although this car does not have a uh, smooth gear ratio. 
the reverse in particular because I have to pull it towards me with my left hand and then down. It seems particularly difficult to get. But for the most part, the other drivers are patient. There's a few hot rodders. I think people get tired of Dublin being such a tourist town, which it absolutely is. Dublin is hugely touristy. Uh, to a greater extent than I expected. I hadn't realized, I had vaguely known that Dublin was a port city. I did not realize that the cruise ships put into Dublin. So those massive floating cities of cruise ships pull into Dublin and disgorge their passengers who then sort of move en masse through the shopping district and the standard tourist sites. So... Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting thing. We went direct to the Airbnb, left our car there, and walked to get dinner, had pub food. This was all on Tuesday. So we slept very hard that night because we were short of sleep. And then on Wednesday, we walked around Dublin. We walked to St. Stephen's Green, which was beautiful. Saw some remarkable sculptures and memorials. I posted a photo to my Instagram of the famine memorial sculpture that was just really an amazing sculpture. Just beautiful. Moving. Maybe beautiful is the wrong word. Although strangely beautiful. It was a a neat way to commemorate something that uh, affected the world's population so great, right? Great. Yeah. Greatly, right? I mean, the famine spurred so many Irish. I guess half the population at the time left Ireland for other places. Really was formulative for other parts of the world, if not Ireland herself. Uh, We also went to see the Book of Kells which I did not expect to be such a crush. It's at Trinity College, and uh, you buy tickets to go in at a particular time, but a lot of people go in at the same time. I bet there were 30 or 40 people who went in at the same time that we did. So there's an exhibit that describes the Book of Kells and has, you know, like the big displays and uh, reproductions of the pages and so forth, none of which I really needed to see because I'd read up on Book of Kells, and I think Corrine was fine with that too, and David didn't much care for the crush. So then the Book of Kells itself is in another smaller room in a glass case where no photography is allowed. So we just kind of beelined for that and... That was neat to see. I was very happy to see it. Uh, Boy, does that thing have power. It really did sing. Uh, Gave me lots of interesting feelings for what a book of power might feel like. David ended up not getting close to it. He's not as interested in that sort of thing as I am. And he didn't want to muscle his way into the crowd. I was happy to muscle my way in. I 
sort of waited patiently and a couple people inserted themselves ahead of me and then I pushed in so I could get in front and take a good look. And I heard someone say, well, she was rude. And I thought, was it me? It could have been me, but it also could have been a dozen other people because there were a lot of people being very rude and I didn't think I had been, so I decided that I wouldn't feel guilty about it. <laughs> so I took a good long look at the book, soaked up the feeling of it. Then we went walked around. We went to Grafton Street, which I'd wanted to see because of the Nancy Griffiths song. I didn't realize Grafton Street was such a tourist def destination. It was definitely like where all the cruise ship people were. Um, all kinds of shops where you could buy authentic Irish everything. I think we didn't bother going in any of the shops because we figured that was probably the most expensive place you could buy authentic Irish anything. This is interesting. This is kind of like an old lane. Could be a boat ramp, former boat ramp, but it's uh, all adrift. Oh yeah, and then there's a little road and a gate. David and I might have gone by that earlier. We spent a little bit of time driving around the lake looking for things. The spot we found has a nice parking area. We've come to greatly appreciate a nice car park. <laughs> one that is not fraught with difficulty. or it's One of the things about Dublin parking is it's very unclear where you're allowed to park because it mostly seems like you're not allowed to park unless you have a permit. And some places you can buy tickets to park, but it's just not easy to figure out, you know, like which ones are available for purchase and which ones are for like other kinds of permits. So it becomes easier just not to. But a nice free car park feels like a, a major blessing. Oh, here comes the sun. So we walked around, walked down to the Liffey. It's been fun to see the Liffey. The conference center is on the Liffey too. So I've seen quite a bit of that. Posted pictures to Instagram and Twitter. And we turned inland and went to Dublin Castle, which we expected to be much more castle-y and interesting. It's mostly like a British-style parliament building with part of an old turret attached. We stopped and had lunch at a nice, quiet place. David needed a break, and we did too. We had a Korean cider. I had Prosecco. We had a lovely cheese platter with maybe the best blue cheese I've ever had in my life. That was excellent. And then we made our way back after a while. Walked back to the Airbnb, had drinks, went to dinner that evening at uh, Peggy Kelly's, which is a pub up the road. We've been there twice now. I really enjoyed it. It's a very friendly place. Good food, good prices. You know, Dublin is like many tourist towns where the closer you are to, like, the cruise ship area and the touristy area, the more expensive things are. Things at the conference center are, of course, expensive. 
I think there's a path all the way around this lake. I could probably walk around the whole thing if I wished, which I'm not going to. I'm going to work my way back. I've come quite a distance around from where David is fishing. And then Thursday and Friday, it was um, really all conference stuff. It's been a good conference. It's very difficult to get into sessions. Uh, the rooms are small. They are positively draconian about how many people can be in. There can only be as many people in the room as there are chairs. And they only have, they don't fill up the room with chairs either. So people have said things about fire codes, but I've never seen any kind of fire code on this scale. And the conference center people uh, do quite a bit of, I think they've gotten better, but that first day they did quite a bit of yelling at people and telling them to, you know, not leave any empty chairs. And then if you didn't have a chair, you had to leave. And a couple times I tried to go to panels where they're like, nope, it's full. You can't go in. And I felt bad because one panel I was in, I had to leave early because I had to go to something else. So I left and I wondered... Well, do they let in people? <laughs> do they just think that none of us are going to leave? I, I really wanted them to let someone in to take my empty chair, which seemed like a hugely valuable piece of real estate. I was on a panel yesterday afternoon about science fiction and fantasy romance, which was, in general, interesting, fun to be on. Um, it was, I don't know. It was very basic level. So it would be nice if we could move on to more interesting questions at times. But feels like we're still at the stage of discussing what is science fiction and fantasy romance and why isn't it more respected? <laughs> and there was one guy on the panel who introduced himself as the token male, which was fine. But he also didn't write romance and really didn't know much about it. So I was perplexed as to why he was on the panel. He didn't have a whole lot to offer. But I've been seeing people spending time with Alex Beckett and Kelly Robson, who I've seen fairly recently, but, you know, it's nice to see them. Jennifer Udden, seen her... Yesterday, I did my autographing, and I sat next to Zen Cho, who is a fairly new novelist, and she was, I, we really hit it off great. We clicked right away. She was lovely. So then ended up sitting with her and Chelsea Mueller, and um, <laughs> why am I blanking on her name? Yeah, another gal. And Sephwa, who I know well. Uh, she's in the pictures. Just can't think of her name. Have her face. A little bit of conference brain there. It's hard to tell the uh, jet lag from the conference brain. Oh, I think and I skipped that part, that Wednesday night. I did go to sleep fairly early, but I only slept for like an hour, and then I popped awake. And I was awake for a few hours. That's It seems like that second night does that. But since then, I've been sleeping through the night like a obedient newborn and starting to feel more normalish in my rhythms. 
So I'm very glad that we're spending, it feels like we're just now getting started on the trip. You know, we're kind of acclimatized, getting the rhythm of things, getting the feel of things. Today's the first day that I've really gotten out of Dublin. On a Thursday, David took an Uber out to Bray Harbor and then got stranded because none of the taxi drivers in Bray would take him back to Dublin. I even tried to order him an Uber and the Uber driver canceled uh, because they don't want to have to drive to Dublin. It was really, David was pretty upset. So Karina and I had to drive out and get him, which took a little over an hour round trip. That's why we ended up eating pizza so late because then we tried to tried to stop at Peggy Kelly's on the way back and they'd stopped serving food at nine. So we got back to the Airbnb and ordered a pizza, which still took like 45 minutes to get there. So, but it was all good. Bray Harbor was beautiful. That was neat to see. And I would have liked to linger, uh, but it was very nearly dark at that point, And I was still feeling uncertain enough about the driving, especially feeling tired that I didn't want to, uh, I didn't want to linger. We thought about having dinner there, but I was like, oh, can we get back while it's still kind of light out and at least remove one of the challenges from this challenging enterprise. So yeah, it was nice to come out today. Dave and I drove out and to this lake, which he told me the name of, but he wasn't sure how to pronounce it, and I forgot to have him show me uh, show me it on the map so that I can get the... Because, of course, it's in Gaelic, Irish Gaelic. So, we're, But it's a pretty, like, nice bridge across it. It's The countryside is beautiful. It really is um, a neat patchwork of farmland and forest. These sort of tumbling woods. So there will be a lot more of this from now on. I haven't decided yet if I'm going to do conference tomorrow or if we'll skip out and go see a site. It'll be interesting to see some things. I don't know if we'll have time to see some this afternoon. I want David to get in some fishing time. He just kind of hung out yesterday and did research and so forth while we were at the conference. So we shall see from this point forward. I have more comfort stuff for sure on Monday that I have to be at, and I might attend some panels and things. So we haven't decided yet what we'll do tomorrow. More fishing or sightseeing, maybe a combo. I think David and I are going to have to arrive at a, at a balance of so much time fishing, so much time going to see sights. But otherwise, you know, this actually feels very standard and familiar walking along this lake while David fishes. It's pretty, but um, it's not extraordinary, not, not super different. But maybe that's one of the lessons of travel is that places aren't all that different at their heart. So at any rate, I'm glad to have gotten to check in with you all. I have had two lattes today. I just had them earlier when we got to... We're, we're near the town of Blessington. So 
when we got to Blessington, we found um, Murphy's, Murphy's Pub, and had a full Irish breakfast and I had two lattes. And that was, the, the coffee here is good. And of course, all the food is local and fresh, so that's excellent too. So, I hope you all are doing well. I'll try to get this posted later today. Uh, it's only noon here, so for most of you, it's still fairly early in the day. So I will talk to you again soon. Take care. Bye-bye.